0: Hey everybody, I know you're expecting us to start the show, but before we do, we want to give everybody a heads up. We have a special announcement to make, shout it out loud cast, along with Joey Casada.
1: We're going live monday night november 20th 8 p.m eastern time on facebook live the three of us have a very special announcement to make and no it has nothing to do with the hall of fame so please tune in to find out what's up
0: monday night tune in special announcement you heard it here first now let's get to the episode
1: hey this is adam mitchell
2: you're listening to tom and zeus and the Shout It out Loudcast. Rock
1: on. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is James Simmons. Put that cookie down. Okay. Stop yes. pressing the button. Starbreaker Simmons. Star?
0: Stand Everybody Stop shouting.
1: thing okay all okay. i'm gonna grab me an ice cold mellow down.
0: why why do that to the fan stop it why because fuck you talking about 617 525 you do hey fucko do you like yes settle down Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shouting Out Loud House. Episode 250. Two-fifty? Two-fifty? How much for order ribs?
1: How much for one rib? <laughs> Fuck it. Pour it in, ha- in my hand for a dime. <laughs> my cups cost more than
0: ten cents. Fuck the cup. Pour my hand for a dime. <laughs> uh, episode 250. Jean Beauvoir. Oui, oui, monsieur. Et Beauvoir. Pass it on to Richard. They should score.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the great Jean Bouvoir. We're gonna pick his brain about some 80s kiss and a bunch of other stuff too. Great stuff. Yeah, yep, yep. Another part of
0: our songwriter series, I guess, Tom. We're getting all the songwriters on.
1: That's true. 2023 is the year of the songwriter. We're lucky to have that. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, Indeed. But- before we move on, last week we did our mailbag episode, and on that we had some questions. Uh, we made uh, the question of the week. All of a sudden, all sorts of fucking stupid stories and, and guesses and, and, and theories and all sorts of shit came out about the future of this show,
1: Tom. That's right. So we said, let's make the question of the week about us, or I should say the poll of the week about us. Uh, what do you think we should do? After the end of the road tour, the options were continue talking kiss, kiss a few times a month, then focus on dorm damage, kiss maybe once a month, then do dorm damage, kiss talk done, just do dorm damage. Well, we got a lot of votes and a lot of passionate comments, and I'm here to tell you that 77% want kiss talk. Everybody else, they just want us to talk kiss. So a couple good comments here. Wesley ship, keep talking kiss like it goes. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Joe Papalotto, our buddy, settle down chief, not talking kiss just because they're not touring anymore is ludicrous. And then he does a gif of the rapper, ludicrous. Oh, our buddy Tally Faulkner, the great Tally. Not, yeah. We love Tally. She's, she's the best. I would not be able to cope if you guys just wrap things up right after the end of the road tour. Well, thank you for that, but we're not wrapping up. We were just saying maybe shift gears away from KISS a little bit, but Tally, you're the best. You better get to New York City with us. Our buddy Nige, continue talking KISS weekly, you lazy fucks. Wow, Nige, that's aggressive.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you.
1: But that's okay.
0: Be careful when you say Nige, somebody might tell him that we were talking shit about him.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, our buddy Steve, fuck me ragged. It's bad enough that Kiss are finishing without you doing the same. We would be suicidal. Oh God, Steve, come on. Oh Jesus! It sounds
3: like uh, you know you're getting
1: a little overreactive to this. Uh, well, you know, I'm hurt. All the things that we can do for it. I'm very hurt. And uh, we got one here from Egghog. I love the granular kiss topics you get into. And it's not like that you do a ton of current event episodes. Otherwise, I would just like weekly hour-long dissertations on Paul's lemon-faced pasta making. Oh, that's not going anywhere. Trust me, we're going to continue doing that. So we appreciate all the kind words about you guys wanting us to stick around and do kiss stuff. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's look at else we got here from the regular mailbag. Wally Vidal, great episode, guys. You asked about the walk-up songs in baseball. I found Andrew Shafin of the Tigers walks out to Detroit Rock City. Okay, that's cool. Mark Shule, fantastic episode as always, guys. Always a highlight of my weekend. Lots of great questions and answers. Keep up the good work. Great stuff, guys. You, you're awesome. Appreciate the feedback and all the kind words, especially the mailbag is always awesome. So thanks for that. Uh, that's what we got for Twitter
0: over on the book of face guys jay scott writes great episodes lots of laughs how can we get a list of rat without body talk oh god and so i had to say that makes about as much sense as you comment in here about a dorm damage episode that we haven't even posted yet or jay jay's jay's in
1: a different time zone literally (laughs) literally and figuratively
0: jay is still sleeping yeah Sleepy
2: sleepy J Scott.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Darren Sparks says, Bang, bang, you would be a great (laughs) walkout. Okay. Brian Robinson says, You guys are planning your exit already? And then Scott Greer adds, a low fee free chicken account. <laughs> Sign me up, boss. That's the Ace Frilly one. And don't forget, Ace has got a special going on right now, Tom, right?
1: That's right. Yep. Black Friday sale. Go to Ace dot com. And if you order now and use the promo code S.I.O.L. There's a free listening party in the loft of my shed. So check that out. Just announced. And if you send an extra $20, Ace won't send
0: you the <laughs> shitty music that he recorded.
1: But I got this box of cassettes I got to get rid of. Somebody's <laughs> got to turn on their Panasonic hi-fi to listen to these.
0: Tom has given me two weeks to get rid of all this shit. He won't let me use any of the storage he's got in the basement. So I got to get rid of this shit. Anybody want it? Those Hey, those lawn and leaf bags. I think they can fit 400 cassettes of Space Invader. You know, I know people think that my new album is going to be the greatest thing since Zeppelin 4, but I've got some stuff here from about 1988 that you guys might want to listen to. It was the origins of Genghis Khan. I call the album "10,000
1: Volts" because that's how many volts you're going to need to be shocked into coherence after listening to this horrible thing I'm putting out. There's a
0: there's a 10 minute segment called. Hey, what time is it? Is it time for me to take my medicine? It's about, it's on loop there. Ten minutes while I start doing the cords to Parasite on it.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Oh, got to get that Ace Frehley Black Friday special, guys.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: if you if you order today, I won't send you a copy <laughs> of my latest concert film that we had, where I keep playing Rocket Ride for the third time. Oh jeez! You'll actually get the oh. short film called Jeremy Comes over and says, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? You're playing the wrong chords, in Detroit Rock City."
4: <laughs> I'm oh.
0: How does this one go again?
1: <laughs> this one's called Rocket Ride Ace. You just played that four times in a row all right
0: i i I seriously, this whole episode could be ace Black Friday special <laughs>
1: that's why this show will stop. never stop talking about kiss because we'll just turn into it'll we'll just be the Uncle Ace show.
0: yeah, we're gonna review this uh you know, uh, this Dio album. And then one time I talked ran at the Ronnie James Dio and I said, oh shit, this is the Scorpions guy. I couldn't believe
1: how much of a little fella he was. I saw the guy, he was telling me these terrible stories about how he couldn't ride the rides at the carnival because the little clown thing didn't reach the top of his head. He was too short. So I said, why don't you come with me? I got, I got some rides in my, my backyard here. I told him to hop in my
0: pocket and let's go for a rocket ride.
1: He didn't like that too much. It's a really, really, really nice guy where they put that that Dio hologram up. I couldn't even tell the difference. (laughs) I told Lara, maybe she could put a hologram of me up there so I don't have to get on stage every night. (laughs) And then once in a while, you could show the
0: real live footage of me snoring on the couch in the back, in the
1: shitty back room where she loves to film me. (sighs) The only problem with that is now Lara wants a hologram of her on stage with me.
0: Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. All right. Moving on to Loudcasters, the group page comments, the great Mike Throne. The way you guys include your audience in your show is what sets your podcast apart from all others. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Mike. Yes, the listeners are the best, so we're very, very imp- Say it. The best are the best. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I said, "Oh shit!"
0: That's that it, fucking awful eighties commercial. For, uh, what was the
1: place? Eighties, dude. That was nineties. Good times. Good times. Emporium. In- good times. It's a, yeah. They call it good time because it's a good time to get stabbed.
0: If you didn't get fucking shank on the way out to your car, you got lucky. Oh, they used to have that awful commercial. Anybody from Boston will know. Saturday night was it Saturday or Friday night? Saturday, Saturday night.
3: night.
1: <laughs> the these, Buffalo Fingers are the best. It's like the these mall skanks playing fucking <laughs> whack a mole with, with fucking drinking like martinis. Oh, Ugh. my
0: God. Hair down to their fucking knees. Oh. Oof.
1: You. Uh, oh, do we have a uh, show tonight or what?
0: Yeah. what? Uh, the great Thinus Akratides. Tom and Zeus, you funny cunts. Oh, that's nice. Oh, Jesus Love you. Listening to this show was great again. I laughed my ass off with your ace impersonations, literally oh, in tears. Good. There would be no one happier person than me if Ace's album is good. But I'm not holding my breath. Some great questions from loudcasters. The one question I have for both of you is Will you guys cry when it all ends? My wife asked me the same question, I seriously couldn't answer. See you boys in a week, Zeus. Get the souvlaki ready. Ooh, I'm not cooking for you, buddy. And I don't know if you're calling something else to get ready for you. It ain't that kind of <laughs> trick. Um, yeah, we'll see everybody there in New York, right? We'll be there Thursday. We're staying Thursday to Sunday, so make sure you guys let us know. It's going to be nuts. Can't believe it's already here. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fucking -fucking fan-fucking-tastic. Had a fucking tuna fish sub for lunch, Tom. I'm never having it on episode day. Fucking just sticking
1: right in my throat and chest. I I totally agree. Those really are a problem for me. Every time I get on stage, if, if I have a tuna club, it turns out to be a real problem.
0: The whole band knows when I have a tuna fish sandwich, they can smell it on the mic. Uh,
1: That that ain't the sandwich that smells like tuna, Ace.
0: (laughs) When I went and visited the king at at Graceland, he offered me a peanut butter fucking banana fried sandwich with tuna fish. That didn't sit too well with me. I ended up turning that fountain into a toilet. It was a real problem. (laughs) I think... I think that's why the king had to kill himself in that bathroom after me. It was strangely August 16th, 1977, when I used the bathroom upstairs. I heard I heard the king wasn't too happy about it. Holy shit, mama, what the fuck left this in here? I'm sorry about that, king. I didn't mean I should have flushed. I'm sorry, buddy. God. Over on oh. YouTube, Tom. Go ahead. Uh, the great Chris Flood. Hey guys, one year ago this month, I found this podcast. I thank you for the great entertainment. I love Dorm Damage too. I know I have to be a ham and egger and say a little negative. There were too many album review codes I couldn't make it through. And Sonny didn't pick them, but still the best podcast out there. No problem, buddy. We uh, we're not all perfect, but we're glad you still listen.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, that that's why we kind of incorporated the Patreon pick. the kind of a little bit more of a mainstream pick, because our individual picks can sometimes they're be a little bit everybody. off. Yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not they're not for everybody, but that's part of the fun.
0: It's a little bit self indulgent. You know what we love about them is once in a while you get somebody to go. I didn't fucking listen to that. That's that album's awesome. Glad you got yeah. me into
1: it. And then and that and, and, then and then that always.
0: That yeah. outweighs everything.
1: You really do right. then and then once in a while you'll get ones where you say, Well, I never heard that album before. Thank god because it's fucking terrible. That'll happen too. So
0: somebody wrote uh XYZ 8655. Is Ace gonna shit his pants in today's episode?
1: <laughs> this oh. week on Uncle Ace. <laughs> wow. Oh dude, my head is hurting. This is too much too much ace.
0: Yeah. Oh and someone underneath him writes evil eyes 4070. I love the way these guys hate, hate Ace. Dude, Ace is Dude, comedy we, gold. Are you we kidding me? We, fu-
1: we fucking love Ace. Give me a break.
0: Hey, hey, he makes this show go. He's fucking awesome. you kidding me? We love Ace. Uh, and then there's Slurry God. Guys, I hope you don't go anywhere. As you, I made your mark a kiss podcast. Sorry, there's a little bit of confusion there with what you wrote. I'm not sure I got that, but I can only speak for myself. But I'm sure there are many others that look forward to hearing your conversations. Sense of humor, great interviews regarding our favorite band. I understand that you have to do what you enjoy the most, and that is the most important thing. But count me in, in the hopes that you stick around for many years talking, KISS, because nobody does it quite like you two do. Wow.
1: Thank you so much. That's amazing. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, we appreciate too. I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. But we have talked about perhaps, you know, changing the format after a while. It's not happening anytime soon, but you never know. Okay, guys. And uh, if we do, we'll definitely still always talk kiss at some point, you know? Yep. So, Tom, that's
1: what I got. Over to you. All right. Let's get through a couple of emails here, shall we? Our buddy Josh Brown. You're the number one kiss podcast for a reason. However, I couldn't be upset if you branch out to giving us more of an in-depth view into music movies and pop culture that you like more more than just a passing statement or a funny quip it's going to be an entertaining and fun listen either way honestly the conversation is what makes the episodes more than the topic it doesn't matter what you talk about us loudcasters will still listen if you pull it back to kiss once or twice a month on episodes and the dorm damage episodes get more time because you're going more in depth on things that would be cool too especially when you discuss lists like the Rolling Stone list, for instance. It's going to be awesome no matter what you two decide on, and we will be here to listen. P.S., at least let me defend my title next year with the SIOL Kiss Bracket Tournament. Josh, yeah. you the man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. That's we're awesome. We're not sure what we're going to do with that, but thank you. Thank you. We got one here from Yadier Ruiz. He says, hi from Puerto Rico. Hi, brothers. I want to tell you some stuff. Huge Kiss fan. I'm 42 years old and just want to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast and the way you criticize Kiss without filter. My son is 14 years old. He's a huge Kiss fan of in metal in general and now is your biggest fan. He loves the album reviews and the imitations of Ace and Gene. Thank you for all the entertainment and good, honest job you guys do. My son's name is Yadier. Can you say hello to him? Thanks again. Hello? Yada yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And I don't know how I feel about a 14-year-old being a huge fan of us. Uh, but that's okay. We love you, buddy, and thanks for the email. Happy greetings.
0: Hello. Hope you're doing well, Yada. Yeah. Much appreciate it. You rock, and so does your dad, man. You got a good father that gets you involved in his in your music and stuff, man. Appreciate him.
1: Awesome. Absolutely. And let's see. We got a funny one here from uh Patrick Butterworth. He's telling us some funny stories about how he's going back and listen to old episodes and picking up some tidbits that he missed the first time around. Uh, he says, thanks for being so ridiculously absurd. That's one of the nicest things I've ever heard in my life. Thank you for that. And uh, we got another great one from our buddy, AJ White, another fellow New Hampshireite. Uh, AJ sending us some good stuff about the mailbag. Um, keep up the amazing work. Can't wait to hear what's next. AJ, we love hearing from you and uh, appreciate the emails that you send us every week. So thank you for that. And uh, that's what we got for emails.
0: Yeah, Tom, let's skip on over to one more, and that is our Instagram page. Our Instagram page has a comment from the great Heavy Mayo.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: I'm sure you know who that guy is. Of course we do. Heavy Mayo. when it comes to the future of Shout Out Loudcast, I can confidently say that we all came for the subject of KISS, but we all stayed because of the personalities of Tom and Zeus. Regardless of the subject, you will always have us listening and captivated by your takes on subject. Thank you, TNZ. No, 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 no. Thank you, Heavy Mayo. You've been with us since the beginning. You're one of the OGs. You're an OG Patreon member as well. Uh, we always love your interaction, and you're one of the uh, great uh, listeners that we got to meet in person. And uh, we think you're the best buddy, and you are the comment. Of the week. Good answer. Good answer. like the way you think.
4: I'm gonna be watching you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, heavy mayo go, we go way back with you, brother. And we love the support and we love the interaction. It was great hanging out with you, meeting you a couple of years ago at the KISS concert at Great Woods. Yes, we called it Great Woods. So thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it always, buddy.
0: Yeah, Tom, what we do next is we skip on over to Patreon. Our Patreon family is fantastic. They help us out so much. Patreon is where people can contribute to the show. And they get stuff in return from us, whether it be involvement like the ARC stuff, polls, uh, Friday flashbacks, um, uh, video chats, uh, merchandise, T-shirts, stickers, all sorts of stuff. Uh, if you're interested in joining our Patreon, please go to our website, ShoutItOutLoudCast.com, ShoutItOutLoudCast.com. Right on the landing page, you'll see an icon there for Patreon. Click it. Once you click on that, you'll go to the Patreon website, and there you can look at the four categories we have set up. You guys would contribute to us monetarily, which helps the show tremendously. It keeps growing us and getting guests like the great Jean Bouvoir and other things that are very beneficial for the show. We get on a better show, and we keep getting better because of the help that you guys give us in the support from Patreon. So please, anyone out there want to help us grow and continue to succeed, please go to our website, go to Patreon, and then become a member and help the show. We really appreciate it. We love the Patreon family. And look for the ARC Patreon pick coming soon, too. Thank you guys out there. Much appreciated.
1: Patreon, you guys rock. Thank you so much for your contributions. And we are eternally grateful for everything you do this month. Coming up sooner than later will be the ARC Patreon pick. And uh, we are excited for all of you. And we can't wait to continue to celebrate 2024 with you guys. I can't believe I just said that because it's coming that soon. Tom, what we do
0: next is we go over to Kiss World, talk about what's in the news there. What's going on, buddy?
1: We got a lot of stuff here. Gene is making the circuit here with some interviews. A lot of these are getting everybody's attention, especially with the headlines. A couple things he said here. We'll pick some of these quotes out here. This tour is the end of the road for the band, not the brand. Kiss is a universe of its own. Movies, merchandise, maybe even Broadway. The band will end, but the kiss experience is immortal. It's the end of touring. He says, KISS will continue. There's a KISS museum in Las Vegas at the Rio called KISS World, and oh my goodness, we have KISS Cruises, a movie coming out. We're working on a cartoon show, a lot of stuff, and of course, all the fun toys and games that will continue. As for the future of KISS performances, Gene said, quote, the KISS show will live on in different ways. Yes, that's being planned. It will also be four to ten different traveling shows. You'll be able to be in Japan and have Japanese actors, musicians being us. And at the same time, you could go to Vegas or New York or London. I don't see Kiss going away. Wow. Comments on that one, buddy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot there. Uh, Gene seems like he's letting us know where the fine line is between people saying, oh, does that mean you're going to do Vegas next? Does that mean like... It sounds like they really are going to take a break. I still believe they're going to do one-off shows or Vegas residency, but they're not going to do touring. I think he's trying to leave it a little blank, but also not like uh, kind of box themselves in where they can't do anything in the future. Uh, I know that in one of these interviews, he said, we got the kiss cruises. Yep. And Tom, while we're recording, I saw that somebody had put on the Seattle sound check. Paul Stanley talks about at the sound check in Seattle tonight, that, uh, he wants to, he's looking forward to kiss cruises in the future.
1: I hope so too. Gene also made a comment about how Paul has his Soul Station band. I have yep. my Gene Simmons band. You know, we'll be doing that. So they are, they're going to, they're going to be at, they're not going to go away. I just don't think that they're going to tour as the band, but we'll see. Gene also did another interview, made some comments, of course, about Ace and Peter. Those always get headlines here. Gene said, I feel sad. I feel sad and angry that both Ace and Peter aren't here. I mean, they're alive but they're not here to enjoy this unbelievable journey with us. They were there at the beginning and they deserve all the credit. And when they look in the mirror, the only reason they're not here with us is themselves. Hmm. I don't know. Is that true? <laughs> the only reason they're not here is because of them.
0: We're holding on a little bit of information and it sucks that we can't share it with you. There's just a lot to say. Um, I don't expect anything is what I'm going to say for the show i think it's going to be a final kiss show and that can be in and of itself good enough it's going to be the final kiss show and we're really honoring gene and paul let's be honest it's that friendship and that bond that's really the kiss legacy look a lot of us if if kiss never came back and when they got back together in 96 and stuff the 70s band was only really how long five years right right? Yeah, by, yeah. Well, you know, by time Peter was officially out, maybe 1980. Yeah. So, seven years at most, but you know, he barely played on this dynasty and stuff. So, over the last 50 years, if only they had seven years together, really, and then you had a little bit more of the reunion, it's really the Gene and Paul show. Let's yeah. be honest. No, I, Yeah. And right. I don't expect to have anybody on stage with them because they talked about it. Like, we don't want to say, hey, look, there's Garth Brooks. I saw in the interview, Gene said, hey, look, there's so-and-so. He's not bringing anybody there. Paul and him are going to just enjoy this, play the last songs with people they feel comfortable with, and uh, love being on stage with Eric, and they love being on stage with Tommy. I think they're just going to go out the way they want to. Fuck all the drama and all the other shit, you know, and yeah. they don't want any other part of it. They're, there's time for documentaries, other stuff. And then there's also last week. We didn't get to this because it came out after we recorded.
1: They're also doing the pay-per-view for the show. That's right. Which one of which one of our listeners brought up an interesting point. And again, I mean, is it is it wishful thinking is it conspiracy theory? He said that does the pay-per-view maybe change your mind that something special is going to happen where they want everyone to see this or is it just a way for everybody to see the final show? I don't no, know, but I like th- you said, unfortunately, we have a little bit of information, you know, which that information and we'll tell you after the fact. Yes. After the show,
0: Um, which with that information, I feel like they're not doing anything other than their regular show.
1: That's right yes that's right sorry we we hate to be the bearers of bad news but otherwise that would be
0: part of it right
1: yeah we're kind of preparing you guys for the fact that i don't think there's going to be anything happening
0: just enjoy it for what it is it's the last time you see gene and paul up there in makeup supposedly singing fucking you know god of thunder so yep
1: but i can't wait i can't wait for it i can't
0: it's good enough for me okay yep it's good enough for me um Finally, um, you know, he did mention again. I said the cruises—that's a big deal for us. We love the cruises. Oh we, God, fun, so much fun! But you know, he said, "Oh, Paul will do his Soul Station. I'll do—I don't know what the fucking cruise is going to be, Tom. Maybe it'll be Gene Simmons presents the Kiss Cruise, starring my 1980s Japanese band Ezo, Ezo, whatever the fuck they call." Followed by an acoustic set from House of Lords. Played by double doing of Greg, whatever the fuck his name is, Geofria, whatever the fuck Ooh, his name is. You mean Greg Geoffreya? Geofria, whatever the fuck his name is. He'll be doing a double box set release of his House of Lords third album, which what? I'm sure fucking half of you
1: guys have. Well, don't forget, the, the uh, opening act is going to be black and blue. And if you pre-order your cruise tickets, you get their debut album on swirled colored gray vinyl. That's what's going to happen. Hey,
0: Jing, you think you could pitch in throwing my cassette box set, too? I got to get these out by the end of the week. Tom is getting really mad.
1: It's going to be a problem, too, when I check my bags and on Spirit Airlines. It's going to go over way because I got all these cassettes. I don't know what to luggage. do with them. My luggage is a garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> Look, before this all happened, we thought there was going to be a kiss cruise. They said that it would be probably a Gene Simmons band thing, a soul state. Look, I don't even care. As long as there's other bands and our friends are all going, that's all I care about.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm leaving at that. Have fun. Just enjoy yeah. the shit. And we'll yeah. be there. And so will a lot of our friends. And we're yep.
1: looking forward to it, guys. Absolutely.
0: All right, guys, let's take a little break. We're uh, going to go back to the shed and wake Ace up. He needs to get up because he's got a, a concert at the uh, Hampton Beach Club in about two hours. And he needs to get there ready before the show starts. And uh, he needs to warm up a little bit so he can get work on uh, Fractured Mirror 8.
4: because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling Everyday Earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded Everyday Earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic.
1: Well, we're back, and I also had to have a conversation with Ace about, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up, and uh, he's going to help me do some shopping. So he's like, eh, I used to go turkey hunting as a kid. Give me a couple seconds. We'll go through the woods in Nashua. I'll get you a bird by the end of the week.
0: <laughs> you know, the first Fraley came over on the Mayflower, Tom. Did you know it? If you look closely at the pictures from the first Thanksgiving, there's a Papa Papa Fraley's in the picture. <laughs> In the middle, he's got a smoking turkey. He's holding it up, and that's where I learned how to play the riff to shock
1: me. You look over in the corner; you'll see my great great aunt. She's churning butter. She's moving up and down. Really does a great job with it.
0: Oh yeah, that showed me how to play the riff to parasite. Right from there, I saw her. Her fingers were jamming. <laughs> she was a little bit lazy, like myself. <laughs> Tom, we've had the great Jean Beauvoir on tonight. And uh, Jean is from an era that, you know, that doesn't get as much attention. And that is the mid-80s, non-makeup era. Uh, He's got some good stories for us. Great guy. Can't say enough kind things about him. Lovely man. And uh, we had a ton of fun talking to him. And uh, I hope you are as excited as I am to play this for everybody. And without further ado, the great
1: Jean Beauvoir. All right, we are back with another spectacular guest, a very important member of history here. He became famous in the 80s with the Plasmatics and went on to do tons of other amazing things with great bands. But of course, we're talking Kiss this week. And he was very important to one of our favorite eras that us Kiss fans love, the 80s non-makeup era. And of course, he's famous for that fantastic mohawk that he is sporting tonight with us. Welcome to the show, the great Jean Beauvoir to shout it out loud. Cast
2: thank you very much. Glad to be here, guys. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome,
0: John. You've uh been kind of in the kiss world. All of us kiss fans know you. We, uh, you know, if you're part of the kiss world, you all kiss fans know you, and specifically <laughs> you, you pretty... stick out like can't miss you. We love the <laughs> mohawk, we love the look. But we also love your contributions to two favorite albums of ours, Asylum and Animalized, And we're going to get into all that. But Thank usually you. what we do is we like to just ask a couple quick questions. And okay. now we'll put you a little on the spot here. And this could be <laughs> professional. Uh-oh. This Uh-oh. could be your friend now. It could be your friend years ago. Who is your favorite KISS member? I can't fail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, Yes, you can. Yes, you
0: can. I'll, I'll give you a hint, though, Jean. Paul and Gene are listening. <laughs>
2: uh, how do we know that? Uh, that's true. Actually, that's, we, that's we've true. heard they have. So. That's true. I guess well, I'd I have to say Paul because Paul and I have been friends for many, many, many years. You know, right, so. Right. They, but I'm friends with Gene, too. They're, they're, Always been great to me. So, yeah, that's now what I
0: were you, um did you become friendly too with uh, the great Bruce Kulick as well during that era? Yes,
2: all the guys. Yeah, because I'd spent a lot of time in the studio. I just like, you know, Paul and I, between writing, we were, like really, because I lived in LA too. We yep. lived in New York at the same time. So, we hung out all the time. And then we kind of both moved out to LA around the same time. So, we were discovering things out there and we were out all the time. But, you know, so for example, we say, oh, let's, tonight this band's playing or or let's go have dinner here at this cool place. And then we're going into the studio. But all the guys are there. Bruce is yep. there. Everybody's doing their thing, you know. So it became like a real family environment, you know. Awesome. So just Okay, I'll meet at the studio. Let's do that. And then we'll take off. And, you know, that kind of thing, you
1: know. Awesome.
0: That's cool. great. Now, I've heard this about Paul and correct us if we're wrong, that he like, we've had people on like we years ago when we were originally talking with Bob Kulik. Bob hung out with him for a couple of years straight. They would hang out all the time. Carmine Apice okay. used to say the same thing. Mitch Weissman <laughs> says the same thing. You say the same thing. Oh, I hung out with Paul for a couple of years. Yeah, we were hanging out every day. I'm assuming you know, things changed when he got longer. married,
2: right? Ours was longer. I mean, we started, he sent me a picture not too long ago of his dad with <laughs> me in the background. From wow. like nineteen eighty two. Oh boy! <laughs> wow! Wow! And so our relationship started back then in the in the eighties, and probably I mean it's still now. We still we're still friends now, but but I mean where we are like hanging, hanging, hanging out, literally lasted quite a long time, all the way up till ninety four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying like, do you, do you think one's record, you know. Yep. Yep. Would, you, would you
0: say it's because lifestyles change? Because he got married, I think, at some point. Yeah, it probably right. changed his lifestyle,
2: obviously. And as soon as he got married and his life changed, I moved to Key West. I was gone, you know? So I took off, you know, and then, yeah. uh, you know, same thing. So we kind of went our separate ways. And then it's harder. You know, it's not the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah but you course. still
0: have that bond and that friendship where if you pick up the phone, it's like you guys have always. That's right. Exactly. Always well, we'll send yep. little
2: messages, or you know, yeah, or, of
0: course, whatever, Of course, you know? great, yep. great. Now, do you have a favorite Kiss song? And it could be today. It could be of all time. It could be, you know, what I've been listening to this lately, or anything like that. Do you have a favorite song?
1: Could be one that you
2: helped write. Oh God, that's a really tough one. You guys are, guys are tough. We're we'll putting oh, you yeah, on because, the spot, my friend. We're putting yeah, you on I the know, spot. You too. Because, you know, it depends if you go into old Kiss and stuff that got me excited. Rock and roll all night. I love that. Detroit Rock City was one of my favorite songs. I played it. You know, that was one of the songs I learned to play guitar on. You know what I mean? So, yep. those songs I kind of grew up with. And then at the same time, there are some great, late you know, later Kiss stuff. stuff. I do like Who Wants to be Lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't ever think that my stuff is my favorite. I'm not like, you know okay. what I mean? Just not. Like I love Tears of Falling.
1: Okay. What, know, what do you like I, about
2: Tears of Falling? There's just it's the melody. It's something about the melody um, that I liked. And I remember when Paul wrote it. Yeah. Because we were writing at the time, you know. Yeah. Yes. And at the same time, he'd be doing his own thing. So I think I I, I think I remember just sitting on the couch. He said, Look, listen to this. I got this. I just got this together. And he you were kidding. I said, That's great. And that was like, <laughs> you almost like. Yeah, you know, I wish I wrote it too. <laughs> yeah, that's right, awesome. right.
0: So when he does this with you, does he have a <laughs> guitar or is he just like humming the melody
2: or something to you? It was a guitar at the time, so yeah. he had the riff. Yeah, not, yeah, he had them um, all together. It was like um, that's right. Yeah, he just yeah. and he sang the melody. I was it was more the melody that. The, yeah. I don't remember how how he played it on guitar what he played but I remember the, You know, that, that's yep, right. Awesome. Um, yep. yep. And it was just a nice nice melody. You know, but we always had things in common when it comes to, you know, melodies that we liked like Motown. So we in other words we out other things. You know, mm-hmm. besides just kids. And we were actually friends hanging out, going to clubs, dancing, listening to Motown, <laughs> believe it or not. Yep. A year before we even wrote anything.
0: Wow. wow, that's fantastic. That's I'm, cool. I'm always fascinated to hear, like, we know the finished product. We know what tears us. But you mm-hmm. were there, like, when, you know, someone turns to you and goes, hey, what do you think of this? And what somebody like you and Paul, songwriters, and how you guys just come up with that idea. And then somehow we all blink, and then there, it's right there on the CD.
2: A new, and there it is. Funny. True. Yep, That's right. right? It's, it's always true.
0: amazing how you get there. That's great. It's that's a great. lot of work.
2: It's a lot of work, you know. And then sometimes it comes fast, and sometimes it's painful. <laughs> it's
1: yeah. no, I, but, but, but yeah, and like Zeus said, I think that's why it's fascinating when we have people like you that were so connected to Kiss and help write songs because we're so immersed in the into the band, and we love these songs. And we're so used to hearing them, but to hear the story of you sitting oh, with Paul, you, you know, it's, you. it's just, yeah. it, it it just makes the, it makes the, the love of the band that, that much even yeah. like better to know, you know, kind of how these things come the background of what yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. yeah, yeah, things, yeah.
0: history could have been different. If you turn back to him and go, Paul, that's terrible. Yeah. Get <laughs> it, drop <laughs> it. Drop it.
2: Drop it. Don't, don't even what? do it's that. So true. It's so true. Yep. So many things can alter. You know, it's yep. the thing with the music business too. It's everything, it's timing, happy accidents, you know, all kinds totally. of stuff that bring you to you know to a certain level. And I don't think there's any way you could have actually planned it. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, and we someone, all took some kind of road. <laughs> and but someone
0: like you who whose history and background, and we'll get into that, you've been all over the map as far as artists and genres of music and all that stuff. And you've touched so much. So you have a, such a huge uh, background oh, and experience good. of how something may work and something may not. May not it work. might be great. <laughs> right. It might be the best thing you've ever done, but somehow that doesn't connect. And something you're like, ah, eh, that connects.
2: Yep. That's right. It's so true. It's so true. You just never know what... But people, you could you could only do your best. Or like for me, I look at it like, you know, it's some kind of a gift. It's something that was given to you. The ideas come into your head. And sometimes they don't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Because you know, the song I've been trying to work on, you know, now, just, just an idea that I have with a producer friend of mine. And for some reason, I just haven't felt it for the past couple of days. I'm not feeling the, you know, I'm getting a little bit, but I'm not, you know, and yep. all of a sudden, You know, actually, today I'm driving in the car, and all of a sudden, I start hearing some guitars. I start hearing this. I I grab my phone and I start putting it it in there quickly. Yeah. You know, so you just never know, you know, where the ideas come from and um, how they do. Some other guys sit in a room and how about that? How about this? How about that? You know.
0: It's yeah, funny it. you say that because hearing you say, hearing you go, Yeah, I just got to grab my phone. I can put it in there because you read all these books of all these legendary songs, and it's always somebody couldn't find a tape recorder. shit, I'm going to forget that's it. Right. We, can't, yeah, we yeah. can't keep playing because tomorrow I'll forget it. We need to record this now. And like all these legendary right. songs that only happened because someone found the boombox or called into their answering so service true. and deleted yeah, on yeah. their
2: voicemails. You know, I used to do that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I used to have songs back in. Now that you just mentioned that, <laughs> my <laughs> answering machine was filled with songs. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It was right. I used yep. to do exactly that. You That's know? yep. so, so funny. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy the way it worked. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, how about an album? Do you have a favorite album?
1: You could say asylum or animalize if you want. (laughs) No, no, no,
2: no. Um, You know, oh God. You know what it is? Is like, like you just said a little while ago. I'm all over the map, and one thing that strings it all together to me. I don't look at it as all over the map because to me, it's all about one thing, which is good songs.
1: Good songs. So to me,
2: it doesn't matter if it's you know country song or Miley Cyrus or Mm -hmm. Piss or you know or, or anybody. You know, if there's a song that moves me, you know what I mean? Yep. That's what I gravitate to. And there's certain things that I like about different genres of music. You know what I mean? Yep. I like some guitars, I country. I like that, you know, dance music it has such powerful beats. It'd be great if you can combine that with rock and roll. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, rock sure. and roll. Yeah. I love yeah. the guitars, you know. So, and well, that gives you an example. I think that's another thing that, for example, Paul and I had in common. Totally. Because I was made for loving you. Oh, yeah. You know, it, that's that's that same mind frame, of, mm-hmm. you know. God, I love to be in these dance clubs and listen to that boom, boom, you know, hitting us, knocking us out. It's like it's a it's a different type of rock and roll because it's got power, right? Right. You know, but at the same time, then they turned around and they put guitars on it, and then they did this with it. But in reality, it, it's a dance group. <laughs> yeah. You know oh, I mean? totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and right? that's amazing
0: you know? how that he, that came about. When he's like. You know what? I'm in all these clubs. They do this. I know I can write a hit like this. Exactly. That will be that'll be in the same club that I go to dancing. Next okay. time I come in, it'll be my song. And he did it.
2: And yep. he did it. You know. So now that you say that, then I came out with Feel the Heat, which was also probably the only club type of record on nice. my record that could be played in a club. And and, you know, so were you right. thinking <laughs> like
0: that too? Like, hey, I yeah. want
2: to listen to my own music. Exactly. That's
0: yeah. right.
2: Yep. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Funny. am Because we used to hang in these clubs that were very different than what you would think. Like it wasn't like pubs and bars, and it wasn't that at all. It wasn't all. CBGBs.
0: It wasn't like, clubs. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Pod, where all the pretty girls were. <laughs>
0: that's why not.
2: Yep. yep. Why
0: not? Now, it, or, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick to this. Okay. Can you think of any album from Kiss I,
2: at no, all? I, I, I tried to slip out of that one, didn't work. Yeah, all I know right. you tried. You tried. Yeah, you, what, 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 what? <laughs> you know, it's, the point is that I, I like so many different genres of music. It's almost impossible to bring it down because it really depends on my mood. You know, it depends. There could be one time I want to listen to an RV record. And, and I, sometimes that's just not my thing. And I want to listen oh, to... Oh, but a, we're talking a, Kiss now. or Kiss. Oh, you're talking about Kiss? I thought. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh
0: yeah! Oh, we're narrowing oh, this no. down. My oh friend. yeah, yeah.
1: We're oh, not. I'm we're sorry. not. Oh no, no. Yeah, we're, we're not torturing so you to name your favorite album ever. <laughs> <laughs> favorite <laughs> Kiss oh, I Kiss now. Okay. Oh was going to say Willie Nelson that.
2: or something. Yeah. He's going to pull it. Yeah. Oh no. Then you know what? I might say Asylum. There you go. There you go. Perfect. I, I may say Asylum. You know, yeah. Why not? I take a little juicier. There you go. You should. Why not? Should. So. Did you oh, see Yeah, yeah, I guess greatest hits don't count, right? <laughs> no, no, we're going studio
0: out. Did you see Kiss perform a lot yourself?
1: Like in concert? Like did you go to Kiss concerts like as a as like an attendee? Do you mean um, you're talking about in the past years or no, 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 just like in like in, like like in general, like in the 70s and the 80s, like what, did you go to Kiss concerts to see them
2: I last? didn't go to a lot. I yeah. know, when I was really young, I mean I lived way out on Long Island. So there okay. was nowhere to go. There was like National Coliseum and, you know, you have to go yep. to city, the city, Madison Square Garden. So um, that's when I went to see them. And it's just like, this is like crazy. But there wasn't something where I went every year. Yeah. Know, my my dad wasn't that kind of guy. It wasn't my family. I was the furthest thing from rock and roll. I was a little black guy living way out on the edge, <laughs> end of Long Island. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's yep. like, it was really hard for me to uh, support my adoration for rock and roll and right. kiss. and you know, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, totally. I, yeah. I can imagine. It did come through,
1: though. <laughs> it did come through. It certainly did. <laughs>
0: well, obviously, you're here to talk about it because you, the success
2: that you've had, So, but I'm sure it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. That's right. It wasn't easy. And yeah. sometimes you really don't know how you get to certain places, like I said. Yep. Like it, it was really
1: by chance.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Now, would you say you've gone to about at least ten concerts, Kiss concerts,
1: Kiss concerts,
0: probably
2: so. Okay, probably about ten. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, over you, the years, over the years, over yeah, the yeah. years, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You, you know the band members. Do you have a favorite Kiss story or memory?
1: <laughs> kiss oh. story. Of, I'm trying it, to, oh, I I love when we ask this question. And the first reaction is to laugh. That means there's something good coming. <laughs>
2: like, no, you, not necessarily. Like you <laughs> would, I'm trying to think what would be a funny. Story. Yeah, you're
0: probably thinking like the PG ones, like it's not you and Paul with a couple of twins, you know. <laughs> you're, not the one that... <laughs> <laughs> you're not talking about that. No, no, no. You, you can. Oh, Phil, yeah. You Our can tell us would love it. <laughs> oh,
1: they would yeah. love that. Oh yeah, they oh, want to yeah. hear those. I got to say, what was um, God,
2: crazy kiss story? That's a tough one. I just, I just not a crazy story, but I thought it was a pretty interesting sight. You know, okay. when we were working on this Crown of Thorns record in L.A., Gene, Paul, myself, and Mickey, we were very involved. And we were, like, together every day for a very long period, for yeah. years, like, almost a year. And it got to the point where we actually started getting influenced by each other. So we all had black trucks, SUVs. Paul had a 4Runner at the time. Uh Gene had one of the older Range Rovers. <laughs> I had, like, a, they're all black. We all had stuff on them everywhere, and we yep. all had little dogs.
3: Oh, little okay. Little dogs.
2: This big. I had a little, uh, what was it, uh, uh, carrier. That, that was, um, Noel was her, his name. Paul had a little, what was it, a Pomeran- No, Gene had the Pomeranian. Paul had a little dog, which was impossible to train. <laughs> and then uh, so all four of us would walk into the studio with four little dogs running around. Awesome. It was crazy. <laughs> and we we passed it, was, it was recording sometimes. It was, it was crazy. But that's nice. not really a kid's
1: story, but it's no, good. no it's, but it's good.
0: But it's <laughs> endearing and that's awesome.
1: Totally, totally. So let so let let's get into the the crux of your relationship with the band and, and two of our favorite albums and everybody listens to the show. We love the 80s era, of course. So mm-hmm. animal, Animalize. So how did you end up being part of Animalize? Thrills in the Night, Get All You Can Take, Under the Gun. You did some co-writing. You played bass on a couple songs. As Kiss fans know, Gene was kind of, uh, you know, exploring other career opportunities, shall we say, at that time. Is that what kind of led you to kind of help out Paul a little bit with this. So how did that, how did that come about? You know, um, I really don't remember Gene
2: being so gone as a lot, a lot of people say at the time, you know, because they each had, if I remember correctly, their own responsibility to finish half the record. Right. You know, at the time, no matter what, you know, so it's not, I don't believe Gene jumped in. I mean, Paul jumped into all the Gene stuff too. Gene still had to find time to do that, that work that, he had to do for his contribution. But anyways, like I said, I met Paul, we met in a club, you know, so it was this dance club, matter of fact, called Heartbreak. It was like an old diner. Everybody used to go there. I remember Brooke Shields used to be there all the time, and Mm. uh, just a lot of little actors Actresses and Drew Barrymore at the time was a kid. <laughs> she one Jesus. time they put her dad. I think her mom had her on on their shoulder. Oh, anyway it was a, it was a really interesting place, and it was the the beginning of where all the people, a lot of people that that are famous now, were just starting out. Mm-hmm. So it was all like, oh, actors and rock guys and this and that and everybody. It was a place where everybody kind of hung out, and if you look at them now. Sean Penn, there's this one, yeah. you know, they they all became like this uh, amazing thing. Okay, we're well back to the point. So Paul and I met in the club. We started hanging out for like a year, and then one day I was just in his apartment. We were hanging out, just you know, do what we do. We sit there. He loved Chinese food, so we always uh, would order Chinese food. He had this. Uh, I could still remember it: fried wonton in sesame sauce. That he introduced <laughs> me to. I love those things. They were like. It's almost like it was uh, almost like in peanut butter. It was just delicious. So we did that. And one day, kind of, with the guitar, I just started messing around. You know, I'm walking around, I hear something, and then oh, in the night. Wow. And that's the first time. That may be the first time he ever pulled out a guitar in the yeah. whole time we knew each other. Wow. You know? Yeah. That's, so, that comes to it. And that's, yeah. The, that's how I got involved. And then. Okay. I, I, so, I so basically, from there, We did that, and then that started to me being in the studio, hanging out, blah blah blah. Gene always liked my bass player. You know, he he just liked. You know, I was more more of a kid back then. You know, but he just liked. He called me Boubaise. He still calls me that. (laughs) Boubaise. You want to come play? (laughs) You know. And so we that that kind of relationship. And uh, I guess they played me the things. Said, why don't you play it? You know, for the songs I wrote. You know, they felt that I had a certain feel for those songs because those songs have a, uh, kind of a up, off the beat kind of bass part, if you know what I'm saying. But yeah. Gene, people don't realize he's a great bass player. Like, oh, oh, yeah. We do. Oh, we listen, do him. totally. Yeah. Yeah. If you go and listen to some of the things that he's doing and singing at the same time, you know, yeah. He's, he's a serious cat, but anyways, um, so in other words, not like he couldn't do it, but, but, um, they're just different. You know, sometimes people have different feels. And um they liked it. So they just had me do yeah. some songs. So we have and you with casual. Yeah. yeah, we have you with about
0: five songs on the KISS mm-hmm. discography. So you started talking about thrills in the night. It started with uh, I don't know what was it peanut butter on wonton soup.
3: <laughs> I don't know what it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wonton soup, Fried peanut butter, wontons, and sesame sauce. Okay, and sesame <laughs> you sauce. You gotta oh. get it right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Paul is like does all this cooking shit now, and he's like he talks about stuff and on the cruise. He's like, now I put in a little orange juice in the pasta sauce, like,
1: and every every everyone was like, oh, "I'm a hundred, I'm a hundred percent Italian." I, <laughs> I, like, my, I, my, I, almost burst into flames. Like, what are you putting orange juice in your pasta sauce? So I don't know what so he's doing.
0: Why. Peanut butter in his wonton soup. I don't know what he's doing. But anyways, that's how that's you guys. So he starts thumbing <laughs> around with guitars, and you're starting yeah. to work on your co-write with Thrills in the Night. Right. Did you like? where was the trade-off? What did, what did you guys bring in each? Like, oh, he had the chorus, I came in with the verses. Oh, God. Like, you, know, you know how many years ago <laughs> Oh, those songs are legendary to us. I, so we get I any can... tidbit, we'd love it. <laughs>
2: I cannot remember that. I really can't. I mean, I think I mentioned that, that um, I, I I don't remember. Okay. Because we, we both throw things out so fast, you know, we're both kind of like, with this, but usually the first Melody that comes is usually it. It's mm-hmm. not like you sit around and go, this is what it is. Let's try it. Like I said before, yeah. it's usually I hear something. Just let me try. This. I was just trying to see if I can remember, but I can't. I yeah. Can't and do you back.
0: find that um, like work? Like I, I, I always say that Paul Stanley, if I need anybody in my life to write me a, a, a melody or a beat or a hook, mm-hmm. It's Paul Stanley more than anybody. He just knows how to, especially a chorus.
4: Yeah. And, yeah, he's and, a great record.
0: and that thrills in the night chorus is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. Now, who came up uh, with the hookup? We look? might have done it together. Um, yeah. Because, um, you know, because we do that. We start playing, we start singing together. And then it just comes and we say, ah, we like that. Oh, we like that. It's like a potpourri of. You know, yeah. it could be bits of him, bits of him. That's how we work. Yeah. I guess you're, you're not imagining how it works. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 you know, yeah. We're sitting in that room. We both, you know, he's got a guitar. I didn't have a guitar, I don't believe, at that time, because it just came up all of a sudden.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
2: um, But he might have had something, because then we recorded a uh, little demo of it. Yeah. Because okay. once we had the idea, then we, we'd spend time on the lyrics. That took a little time, believe it, believe it or not. You People think they're really simple, you know, thrills in the night. <laughs> it's about back it's about some but, prostitute but, getting her thrills ah, in the that's, night. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, but the the truth is, um, you know, especially Paul he spends a lot of time on stuff like that for it oh, yeah. to be what he thinks is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter, you know, it's when you know I always said that to people. It's almost like I've got a needle and when that needle is sitting, you know, just goes in your head at twelve, then you know that's it. And really? he's that way. So he'll look for different words, for things that might seem trite, but no. So we'd actually sometimes sit on the phone working to finalize. And there's always, there's always like a little small part, you know, three lines, you know, something. Everything else is great, but there's like three lines. You got to figure out. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we think about it. I go home. He goes home. We call each other. We go back and forth. I think I got it. Eh. <laughs> and we hang up. And we start, you know what I mean? Until we finally find it. Yeah. So nope. we did that on several things. And to, as far as the playing, you know, I never knew that I'd get credited for any of that. This is mm-hmm. completely casual. You know, it's not I didn't find out anything about that till I mean, many years later. When somebody told me from a KISS book, I believe. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. um, I saw you play bass on the record. I, I never said anything to anyone. I, um, know. You know, I never I never mentioned it. And um it was just kind of a, you know, you're here, you do it. It wasn't it wasn't a you know, session thing. Yeah. It was just more as a friend playing the bass on yeah. the record, which was an honor for me, to be honest. With you. Which means
0: yeah. Yet yeah. now you get into like from co writing thrills to mm-hmm. Gene sitting there going, why don't you play the bass on this song? <laughs> and you do get all you can take, which I think Mitch Mitch Weissman wrote, and he yep. was probably around the studio around that time as well. Yeah.
2: Yep, and then yep. all of
0: a sudden you, you know, you pick up and you do the bass. I like it. Keep it in.
2: <laughs> and he just lets you go with it. What do you think of
0: yep. Get All You Can Take?
2: Uh, I, I like it. I mean, I enjoy these songs. I mean, I I enjoy all the kiss songs, you know. Yeah. know especially fun to you know to play on
1: them <laughs> like, yeah you know now, now when you when you went into the studio after you like how, how kind of walk us through how you did you were you Whoa. planning on pl- on playing bass did you ask to play bass or was it gene saying you know what this is you're you're doing good here why don't you you play on this like how did that play, like play. you you come into the studio and then all of a sudden you're playing bass on a couple kiss songs on a kiss album
2: that's right um like I said again, I'm trying to even visualize it So guys, you got to remember this is a really long. No, I know ago. we're talking forty have years ago. I a hard ago. time remembering. Yeah. Things, no, that's okay. Three weeks ago, that's okay. <laughs> in, in that long- so the absolute detail is hard to remember. That's but, okay. Um, you know, it was very casual in the way mm-hmm. things this were- would. So it wasn't even Gene standing over me going blah blah blah. I'm even right. trying to think if Gene was always there on the song. Or Gene and Paul talked, and then Paul said, you know, you mind trying something on this song for us? Okay. Try something on that song, you know, and stuff like that. And Gene, you know, never thought twice of it, you know, about it. So he's not somebody to be like, sitting there watching to make sure. For some reason, he just had faith. He just was like, yeah, let's move on to do. You know I mean, that's yeah. kind of yeah, like. Because he knows what you're it. doing, and you're good at it. Exactly. So, of course. Well, you know, I, I come out as a plasmatic. I just played the little Steven Van Zandt, yes, you know, yes. yes, band. So, yeah. you know, also, obviously so you're I had, talented. Um, yeah, I had some history. You know, at that point, yeah, and it was, but uh, it, it was great. And it's now that I it actually sunk in years later that you did that because I think it's it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, great, you got something and I'm very the- proud of. You know, absolutely and, you, and the kiss army
0: loves it. So you got get all you can take where there's actually swearing involved. I don't know fuck. if you've been <laughs> on a song where the word fuck is being said, but you oh, got he, that. He
1: was in the plasmatics. I'm sure they had to have exactly. been one too. That, that, I don't know if they count off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck,
0: fuck, fuck. Exactly. All right. And, right. and then uh under the gun, which Tom likes to call "fast kiss,"
1: it's fast, yes, kiss. fast kiss. Different,
0: <laughs> different style of kiss music. Now, how was that playing that fast kiss song?
2: Was it much different. <laughs> it's much. Class- it's got to be. Oh, God, I got to even. Oh God, it wasn't that much different. You know, I came, like you said, come from the Plasmatics. <laughs> so, so it's just, plasmatics. you're used to that. Plasmatics is yeah, was the fastest playing I think I've ever done on. Any record to be honest with you, yeah, Throughout all my years. I mean, because that speed was just you know completely crazy. You've worked and with
0: the like, Ramones as well, so like you've got right. that, you've got that's the Plasmatics, and then yeah. you got, and I played bass
2: on a lot of those, Ramones, right? that's right, yeah. That's, yeah. right. Yeah. that's right.
0: And then you got Under the Gun, which is probably the fastest kiss song that they've done. Oh, god, and it's totally, uh, <clears> but <throat> we love it. I mean, they, uh, they, they were playing those songs live. You mm-hmm. know, thrills in the night under the gun. I wonder the why they stopped
2: that actually. I never asked Paul about that, but I wonder why they stopped playing those slides. Yeah. You know, but they did. They were playing those for a while. Yeah,
1: on those on those tours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I, you know, I'm during that time, but I was wondering like after, after they put the makeup back on and stuff.
0: Yeah, they're not, they don't, they, uh, we like they to always think to that, that they, they like what's current. So yeah. when they're in the non-makeup, they're playing non-makeup songs. When they're in gotcha. the makeup, they go to this is what the crowd wants to see. This is what they're gonna get. You know. Yeah. If, if, yeah, right. if,
1: they, if, they, right. if they if they if they're gonna play anything from Animal Eyes it'll be "Heaven's on Fire" because that was just a huge hit. That that. That's released. true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. True. Yeah. That's, now, good.
2: That's a great song.
1: Oh, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And you really move on
0: to another great song, which, uh, you know, doing this podcast now for five years, His fans <laughs> love "Who Wants to Be Lonely." They love this song. We do serious? too. I'm we, so happy to hear. We that. we do we
1: do too. We yeah, do too. It's fantastic. It
0: stands out. I mean, like you know, you have like uh, favorite deep cuts, and you hear and the arm and the Kiss Army. We do mm-hmm. different games and stuff all around with like Kiss songs and have fans and listeners write in stuff. Who wants to be lonely is a favorite
2: of people's. Mm, I'm telling totally. you. Yep, I'm, and, I'm glad to hear that. I am, yeah. There's no doubt and, about and it. And you're you know?
0: partly responsible for that. You want to tell Thank us a little bit about Thank that you. song,
2: or what you think, or who wants to be lonely? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I I do like that song, even you know now. And matter of fact, I play it live, you know. So yep. oh, yeah, okay. and you did yeah, it I recently
0: it on the. Didn't you just do it now
2: recently on the uh, tribute? uh yes yeah, that's uh, yeah no i did um yeah 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 that's right that's right i just, did it. I just finished it did you hear that already yes yes ah do you guys like it of course we did it's awesome of course it's uh, great. Uh, yeah it's great uh, <laughs> really I'm, yeah yep. yes yeah. That's, well that's you're the co-writer
0: great. so you know what the original
2: sounded like so when you... exactly yep. that's right that's right that's right you know um, I didn't do, you know, the truth is I didn't do it exactly. Like, for example, there's one thing I wanted to change, um, you know, on that record, but I never got around to do it. But I think it sounds good. It works because you got to be careful, I guess, not to be too much of a perfectionist. Right. But, um, you know, but, um, I mean, because that record was a, a, a well made record as well. You know what I mean? It was. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, a, I was gonna, and I was going to, and I was
1: going to ask. Yeah. And I was going to ask too. It's a, it's a, Asylum, it's a, it's similar, but it's also very different than Animalize. You know, Animalize is more, mm-hmm. we, I, I like to say it's like kind of like they're, you know, taking the makeup off and trying to get into like the, like the, like the heavy, fast, like hair metal scene. Whereas like Asylum, mm-hmm. Asylum is much more melodic, kind of like pop metal, kind of glammy. And I think who wants to be lonely? Like Zeus already said, it's absolutely one of the standout tracks from, I mean, one of the catchiest choruses I think in the entire Kiss catalog. Which you know, kudos to you for for that. Oh, it's just, it's it's ter- you, it's, ter- it's, ter- it's, ter- it's it's terrific. Yeah,
2: I'm yeah I'm I'm glad I'm glad. I also you know it's got a cool. I think it's got a very cool groove that's different than other Kiss songs. Yes,
1: um, yes. You
2: know, you know, just that. Do, 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 do. It's it's kind of a, it's a, again mixing of styles a little bit. You know, it's kind of like a, like and a I, driving tour. Like, do, that's do, 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 right. That's right. Like that, that's
0: right. That. That, and, it took, yep. that,
1: and um, i like the video <laughs> oh we love that we love those <laughs> asylum videos you love
2: the the wardrobe that they were wearing good lord
1: <laughs> yeah those those I outfits i remember
2: that time i remember that time we were glam glam you know again because paul and i would agree with like um we had a, like a similar thing with clothes. we were just wearing like crazy stuff. We, it was just you know, glam. It was the time of over the top and shoulder pads, you know. I remember my manager said to me one day, if those shoulder pads get any bigger, John, you're not going to be able to walk in the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, Paul was done. Like, but that 80s scene suited Paul. He totally. was meant for he, that. He could make oh, he the makeup oh, yeah. transition to that easy. And Gene easy, just... Like, could, Gene was finding Gene himself trying to. <laughs> 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 you say you think, think athletic Oh my god! Gene,
1: Gene, Gene struggled a little bit with that. With that look, for, uh, it took it took a while for him to come back. <laughs> to, to get
2: you're right. I think that uh, Gene is more like a like a natural looking demon. If you know, what I'm yeah. saying Then
1: then a glam kind of rocker. Like a, that's like that's a, like, that's like
0: the, a beautiful demon. It, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, that's, that's I, exactly. There I,
1: I think that I think that's why every that's why the, the to me the, the the best non-makeup era for gene without question is obviously revenge he had the long <laughs> hair the, the the goatee he looked like a, you know he looked like he was back to be an evil gene there you go there you go that's glam glam, glam gene was. glam gene is not a good look
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i'm I'm glad that the fans uh, first of all it's just so amazing this is the way this whole kiss army thing is oh yeah and, and that they have this this um, huge base of love, like this, it's, it's just an an incredible thing. You know? It is. Um, it is. So that's um yeah. So that's um yeah. It's a good thing for them to have this.
0: So anyway, <laughs> yeah. No, the other one which you co-wrote as well was uh, all night. Which again, it goes to Paul. There's something about the man that knows how to do a fucking chorus. And I don't know if I'm giving him too much credit because that chorus could have been you. All, all night is a fucking catchy as all hell chorus, yeah. and and it's just you know you mentioned you liked Tears of Falling, but between that, who wants to be lonely? Oh, all, all night you got three hear, of the I catchiest hear. songs, and and they drag <laughs> you in, and it's just contagious. And uh, I love that song. I think it's well, a great I've always tune.
2: I've always been really picky about choruses as a writer for anybody I, I work with. You know, it's a mm-hmm. really important thing to me. I always want the choruses to be as great as they can be because it's the climax. You know, yes. to me, you're you introduce people, then you tell them a little bit of the story, what's been going on, and then you know, then you t- start to tell them why you're upset, and then. I'm pissed. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yes, an example. Yes. But you know, and that's how it uh, that, that, that's how you're right. Um, and I think it's important. So we'd spend a lot of time, well not a lot of time. We'd make sure that we felt that we both felt the chorus was strong enough. mm It's almost like you're you're fighting yourself.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you
2: know what I'm saying. Is it as good as you can be? Is it? Is that right? And yeah, Let I mean, me look at all
0: continue. the songs you were part of, even the ones you didn't write but you played on. I, I, you know, the everybody knows those choruses. You may not remember the verses, but you know what? Thrills in the night. night. And then you gotta get all you can take. What fucking di- you know? Under the gun. You know all these choruses. They're very catchy. Then you got the same thing with the two on uh, Asylum. Um, you've got uh, Who Wants to Be Lonely. You know that one. And the same thing with All, All Night. Fan-fucking-tastic.
1: And you, uh, played, and, and you played bass on both of those. I think you had credit for backing vocals on both of those, too.
0: Well, at least on Who Wants to Be Lonely.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, actually. That's
2: right. We did. I, I may have done more backing vocals than that. Because I know that we used to really like singing together, so if I was in that studio, I was probably singing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always fascinating to me when you when you see that uh, somebody like yourself that's obviously not in Kiss, but is playing bass on a few songs and doing backing vocals on a few songs. How do you, how does it h- how do you determine like which like like songs that you're not doing like like Tears Are Falling you're not doing backing vocals on that. Was there ever a time with a band like wanted you to do a song or were you like hey i want to do a song like how do you end up with like just these songs and not all the other ones is there like a system to that when you're in the studio or how does that work
2: you know um like i said it was such a casual thing
1: yeah um we it,
2: like i never asked to play yeah I, I just wouldn't do that you know what i mean yeah you have a, right a band right. that's got a bass player. You know, especially, you know, the best player they have, you know, I would, can I play based off the record? It just wouldn't be appropriate. Right, right. You know of course. I mean? Oh, totally. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I never asked. They asked me. Um, and again, I'm not sure sometimes it would mostly be Paul, you know, and Gene would just approve. You know what I'm saying? Like Gene yeah. would let you know that it's okay. So if he's there, but it would be like a non issue kind okay. of a thing. And so uh, maybe the other songs might have been finished already. You know, okay. um, he might have already done bass on those. Uh, you know, because they used to have a pretty. Um, I don't remember the schedule a lot, but it was very organized. You know, mm-hmm. how things got cut. You know, drums were. You know, at the time, you know, eight days or whatever days it took. Blah, three. You know, boom, boom. Then they went right into the guitars and then and, and you know, yeah, usually pretty well. Um, you know, organized recording schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, I guess um, those are the ones they asked me to, to play with. It could be. Yeah, you know, various reasons.
1: Yeah. Now, were you a fan of Hiss when you started to get involved with Animalize and Asylum? Like were you were they were they on your radar? You obviously you love yeah. all kinds of genres of music. Were you were you a fan of them currently when you when oh, you got yeah. involved? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Because okay. from the very beginning, since I was a kid, much younger, you know, way out there in Long Island. I had a kiss boat there. I remember Okay. My grandmother would come in the room. I've got a, um, uh, you know, my family eighty, and actually my uh, uncle was a big voodoo priest. So you know, we're very much oh. into spiritual things. Wow. His okay. name is Mac, Max Beauvoir I don't know if, uh, Max. You could look it up. You'd enjoy it. Really? Yeah, okay. all kinds of stuff. The, actually, the the film *Serpent in the Rainbow* was about him. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and the book oh my was goodness, definitely about him. So wow. Uh, <laughs> That's fascinating. (laughs) Anyways, um, so I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, but what was I just saying right before that?
1: Oh, we
2: no, were, we were talk- talking. Yeah. We, no, we right, were talking. How did I get to Max Beauvoir? <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. no, because we, we, ta- we were talking about you, gro- you growing up as a Kiss fan oh, and yeah. being from Haiti. And right, and- exactly.
2: <laughs> okay, there you go. The point yeah. I was going to say is my grandmother would come into the room. I give you the background because they take it seriously. And she actually thought she wouldn't come into my room. Matter of fact, she walked into my room because she thought Jean was the devil. Was like an Oh,
0: no oh, way.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of us kids oh. should have put them in our room then. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic! I
2: can't, you that. I can't come in that room. No, that man is an evil spirit.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's, that's awesome. Hey Jean, yeah. before before we wrap up here, and we can't thank you enough for the time you've given us. I, I do want to ask so you. I, I do want to ask you a, a quick question, or, or get a comment, and and actually give you a, a bit of kudos. That's not kiss related. So okay. One of my favorite songs from the last twenty years that I still listen to now, and it's on one of my playlists because I I, okay. I run I, I I run I like to work out is Faith by Crown of Thorns, uh-huh. and I I find that is one of the most underrated albums and songs, and I, I just I just wanted having you on the show I just had to give you a shout out for that.
2: I really appreciate it, and the funny thing is that when that record came out, for some reason, Sirius Radio picked up that.
1: And and that and that's when you know? and that and that's where I heard it. I'm I'm a Sirius XM subscriber. that's uh-huh. the f- okay. that's where that's where I heard, it. and I immediately went to I think it was iTunes or whatever at the time, and. Mm-hmm. What was it? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I think right.
2: It was? it was around then. That's right when the first yep. album came out. Yeah, and yep, I yep.
1: and I and I still have it on my playlist. I just think it's a fantastic song. And and having you on the show, I, I had to take a couple minutes to just give thanks. you. A, well, I
2: appreciate a, it. Yes, thanks a lot. Yes, thanks a lot. Yes, and don't forget, you, know, you should tell people that you know I stole on rock and roll. My book is out. So yes, you know, yes, that that's right. Oh yeah, information. You know, yeah. about some of the KISS stuff about and everything else and all the other people I worked with. And yeah. it's, um, it's it's a good account of just my whole life from the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> now, where can yes. they get your book, Sean? Everywhere online. For one thing, literally all the other, you know, Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, it goes on and on. So, bet My Soul on Rock and Roll, believe it or not, is the only thing titled that. So, wow. wow. So you get... You get pages of just that. Okay. <laughs> I, That's fantastic. There's nothing else on the internet like that. And it's also available as an audio book. Oh, oh cool. nice. People okay. You know, okay. You know, people don't like to read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they
0: like listening nowadays. A lot exactly. of people like the audio you. Now, yeah, the you've call. also worked with a bunch of
2: different people.
0: I mean, obviously, the people gravitate to you because you have a lot of talent. And it's funny oh. because it's like one of those things that – when we do research and we're looking up, John, like, wow, he's part of that. Wow. I didn't know he was part of that soundtrack. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he did this. Wow. I didn't know he was you know working with Prince and other stuff. And now Tom is the biggest Prince fan there is. So I'm sure he would love to hear anything about your experience with Prince.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, um, we, we have a long-standing relationship started way at the beginning because you wouldn't believe it, but the first offer I got um, after I left the Plasmatics was from Prince. Oh, oh my goodness! So, and I was shocked because I was like, you know, I first of all I wanted to do my own things. So I didn't want to be in anybody's band. That you know, I wanted to get out of it. Oh, what were you thinking,
0: <laughs> yeah. John? What were you thinking? <laughs> no, were no, you going to bring no. it? Would you have no. been on 1999?
2: You, I guess that probably would have been no. the time. And no, you wanted no, to, what to are produce-
0: you doing? <laughs> You know imagine what? if you got I, a writing I, I, credit on that.
2: <laughs> holy shit. You know what? You Imagine. I don't know if you'd be right. Well, you never know. You never know. If you got because a writing you know, credit it, on
0: 1999 and
2: Little Red Corvette. I know. Buddy, I hear you. I hear you would be calling us I from your you.
0: Corvette right now, driving around.
2: <laughs> Prince. Wow. You know, believe it or not, it was crazy at that time. I really wanted to get a solo deal, which I did. Yep. And, um, you know, and um, believe it or not, I saw somebody else talking about it on a documentary just the other day. You know, Music was really limited at that time. They weren't like, They weren't playing black artists. No, they, were, no. They Especially not
0: MTV. Especially
2: exactly. MTV. Yes. So everybody yes. was in a competition. Everybody was trying. Matter of fact, my book talks about this because okay. I didn't even know this. But in the foreword of the book, there's a guy who's Michael Jackson's friend. And it talks about a rivalry that Princeton and Michael had from the beginning to get me to join their camp. No kidding. All kinds of offers. Wow. So it's it's in my book. It's pretty interesting. But at the time, it wasn't a thing to do. Because if you did that, you'd be pigeonholed. Do you know who Prince's bass player is from 1999? I have
1: no idea. is the big kiss fan. Tell Tell us. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> but I'm sure he's a
0: rich son of a bitch. So I'll tell
2: you that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> if but he see, had right... Yeah, but he's not a songwriter. You are. <laughs> that's true. So that's true. if you, you want know you know
0: songwriting a... credit, that's where the money's at, right?
2: You know, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I, a lot of years I felt that way because he made offers of several times throughout my career. But in the end of the day, when he passed away, I really regretted not working and doing something with him because yeah. I think there was something, there was something, especially the way he died, I felt that there was, he was reaching out for something more than yeah. just, you know, I think he needed, uh, and we probably would have done some um, something amazing
1: together yeah. When well, I every well, it, yeah know. I mean everything he did was amazing the guy the guy yeah, had so much I mean, yeah. the, I mean the guy had so much talent he couldn't even get out of his own way half the time you know it was just <laughs> incredible you know he was very talented so I and mean, I
2: always really loved him and respected him so yeah. don't get me wrong it's not oh yeah guy
1: like didn't it's
2: oh of course that, you know do you have your own thing I've always wanted to just be in charge of my own thing I don't like yeah. I've never liked to be dependent on somebody else, I love it. You know, love it. When, yep. I love it. When they want to go on the road, when they meet a girl, when
3: yeah. they do this, you know, they,
2: <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right. your life is always in, you know, waiting for somebody to tell you what you're going to do. And I prefer to make those decisions. Yep. Yeah, and, and you're just, talented you enough a, to
0: do it. And that's the difference. That's you have enough talent that you can say, "I want to do this," Oh, "I want to work with this guy," and they'll want to work with you because mm-hmm. you can do it all between singing, bass playing, production, uh, everything, songwriting. You're a man Thank of you. many talents. Thank so, you, and you. we're we're Thank we're so. honored to have you on here. The book is "Bet My Soul on Rock and Roll."
2: That's it, that
0: and uh, it. it's out there. Go get it. Uh, John's got a, a bunch of great stories and there's some. Kiss stories in there, um, <laughs> yep, as well uh, as stories with like uh, Stallone and Richard Branson,
1: and that's even right, uh, that's uh, right, other yes. okay. yeah, that's awesome, yeah, that fascinating understand. stuff. Yep, yeah, and and uh, and it, tell people where else they can find you. Have a website, um, and if the people website, are interested, you can
2: buy autographed copies from the website. Oh, um, right. or you can just order it from you know directly online or from your local bookstore. If you walk into any Barnes and Noble, yep. you just tell them, and they can just order; it and they'll have it there right away for you. Okay. You know, awesome. or you can get the audio book you know? yep. Like, yep. So, so it's pretty much all the stores just if you remember bet my soul on rock and roll you will find it
1: awesome the great oh, Jean Bouvoir. we can't thank you enough oh, this has God. been a blast we love talking music talking kiss talking prince of course thank, thank you so much for your time <laughs> thank we, you we, I loved it thank we, you guys. We, we wish you nothing but the best and, and we're so grateful that you spent some time with us thank you so much
0: thank you thank you appreciate it Jean thank you
1: Hopefully I'll see you guys. Tom, that was John Beauvoir. Thoughts? Super friendly guy. What a great conversation with us. Spending some time with us, telling stories about Paul working on asylum, working on Animal Eyes, and and, of course, picking his brain a little bit about some stuff with Prince, some of his Crown of Thorns project. And then I don't know if you picked up on the little tidbit about how he told us that he had a relative that was a Haitian voodoo priest in the movie. The serpent and the rainbow is based on him. Oh, he, he brought that up. And I, I, I was like in stunned silence. Cause I probably could have talked to him for about another hour about that. So, but a fascinating guy, tons of knowledge, tons of experience and tons of talent. So we were thrilled to have him on air. Yeah. He's super
0: talented. He's been around with so many different artists that you're like, Whoa, I didn't realize, Whoa. We wanted to kind of stay focused on the Kiss era, yep. but uh, he's got that book out, which has a lot of great stories in there, and you guys really should check it out. It's called Bet My Soul on Rock and Roll uh, by Jean Beauvoir. You can find it on Amazon. It's out there all over the place. I love all these Kiss books that yeah. are out there by people in the Kiss family. and Jean is really part of the Kiss family. Totally. And I love that he's a, almost like we have a theme this year of like kiss songwriters yep. and we're getting them all on. It's fucking amazing. Love to hear how some of these songs came to be. Obviously, John is like, Hey shit, that was like 40 years ago, but he had enough details in there to keep us entertained and to discuss. And we hope you guys enjoyed the interview because he's a super nice guy.
1: Yeah, he was great. Lots of fun to have him. Glad we met him. Glad we chatted with him. So Tom, let's go to question of the week. Yeah, we still got a ton left over from our mailbag. So, what do we got this week? Let's take a look. Okay, nice, easy question here from one of our favorites, Jack Pinocchio. <laughs>
2: Ami evenszedsen. Szeretted jelöd, és jár le és válszlen, ez volt be is a madena. Az éjszaka fala de a La 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 la, be is ébredt a baklán.
1: Wei you both have been to multiple Kiss concerts. You've heard different set lists of songs and different lineups. What is one song you would love to hear them play live that you've never heard but would love to and it can be from any era or lineup?
0: That's easy. Yeah. It's not it's not the 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 everybody's favorite deep cut Mr. Speed. It's Nowhere to Run. Okay? so like it. out of left field
1: and yep. i wish paul can still sing, sing it, it too that'd be the yep best.
0: nowhere yep. to run yeah
1: oh boy for me so I've, i did see a couple different lineups here the hot in the shade lineup they opened up with i stole your love that's one of my favorites i've seen them play come on and love me on some tour they've obviously played unholy i'm just trying to think of a couple songs i love um honestly I would love to hear some kind of some version. I don't care who does it, but I would love to hear "Show sure Know something. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I just I, I just think that song is amazing. And whether it's, you know, on the unplugged version or a live version or the dynasty version, I just think that's one of my favorites that I have yet to hear live. I'd love to hear it. That's a good question. Yeah, thanks. Great. Great. Great question, Jacques Panacchio. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that that's thats thats a great thing. I mean, a great question. I mean, we can all dream. Um, but yeah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Tom, where can people find us? We always say to go to our website. That's the best place. Shout it out. Podcast dot. Go, go to-, to him. <laughs> go to him. The, se- the season of the Little Drummer Boy is, is approaching, so we might have to get into that soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's a place you can find everything, all the episodes to shout out loudcast, dome damage, ARC, Zeppelin Chronicles. You can find links to our Amazon shopping, links to our merch, links to our Patreon, which is awesome. Of course, links to our social media. You can send us messages directly on the website, which is great. We get those in the form of an email. So please do that. Uh, you can also check out pictures of all of our guests. Uh, photos from the cruises, from Creatures Fest. The, 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 we've put a lot of time and energy into that website. We're really proud of it, and we hope you guys will spend some time poking around there. It's a lot of fun. Uh And, of course, you can send us old-fashioned emails at loudcast at gmail.com. If you want to be question of the week, that's the best way to do it is send us an email. And uh, we read every email that you send us, so please continue doing that. And, of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Follow us. Interact with us and check us out. And we always like to say that we are a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. Yeah, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.
0: Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That helps out the show, gets in front of more eyes, moves us up the food chain, so it's much appreciated. In addition to that, you can always give us one of those five-star child reviews on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, podcast, uh, Podchaser, uh, Facebook, um, wherever you can give us a five-star review. They help the show tremendously. Move us up the food chain. Get us in front of more eyes. And, Tom, we actually got one from a TP kitchen on Apple uh, Podcast, Tom. Do it. Best and most original. That's what it says. Week after week, Tom and Zeus entertain us With fresh and original material. They have to be the hardest working duo in the podcast world. Love them. That's a five-star child review from TP TP Kitchen. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for that. And you too out there, if you want to give us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts, we will read the review and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, Tom, you can also, people can, as you mentioned, go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com, and email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. What we like to do is end on famous last words, lyrics from Kiss songs.
1: You got one? Oh, yeah. I don't need a reason to get crazy. I'm getting crazy, and that's enough. Show me something strange and make it stranger. I swear the danger runs in my blood. Ooh,
0: tough guy. (laughs) Everywhere around the world, everybody's doing time. Freedom comes at 5.15. Prison starts at a quarter to nine. The
1: great Jean Beauvoir Loudcasters, Kiss Army. Thank you. Jean Bouvoir, thank you so much for your time. Amazing. Love spending some time with you, talking everything from Kiss to Prince. Yeah. And Zeus, is always, my friend. Thank you.
0: Peace out, Girl Scout. Hit the music. What I'd like now. the noise down while i show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like
1: listen all you people out there sitting on rented furniture settle down
0: Put the music anybody seen richie <laughs> anybody know why richie did bobby lupo